Check it out. Today we're rocking with our friends in the band. Tomorrow will be a very grand. Thursday will be even better. TGIF, I'm taking off my sweater, yeah. You know we just like to do the Jack and Yaga shots. You know we just like to live like we are in the 1920s. In the 1920s. You had the Great Depression, the Great Impressionist painters, as well as the World Series being thrown. Hello, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly, another episode this week. I can't help but speak in a little cadence I learned when I was singing in punk bands. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick Flanagan. Weekly. Four times a week we do this podcast, brought to you from... Flanagan Estate, they're guard dogs, guard cats, motion sensor lights, raccoons, and then it's just my mom and me, separated by one thin wall. I'm a comedian, writer, done some acting, was in some punk bands, lived in L.A., Things happened. I'm back in Toronto, baby. I'm medicated. I'm meditated. I'm here to talk to you about all the problems in the world. That's right. And I'm listening to royalty-free grunge riffs. Tell me what you think about that. I'm feeling good about my energy right now. I am shocked I have any. It's late. I'm barely going to hit my release deadline. Uh, And uh, I'm... I've had a very up and down day, was so sad for most of the day. Is that okay for me to tell you? Is this the kind of podcast where you want to know how I really have been? You can tell me how you've been. And I don't expect help. I just want to tell you. I just woke up, didn't feel good, have an impending deadline. I'm scared I'll I'll hit or not. I just don't know what will happen. Worry about the consistency of what I do, how I do it, beyond scheduling, which I've been pretty good with. I'm just trying to learn how to be more on the ball, but it's hard to learn that. You know, one of the predominant issues with adult attention, well, it's not with attention, hyper normalization disorder is yeah, just are not always consistent. So I kind of just want to accept that about myself. But on the other hand, maybe I just have to redefine my idea of consistency. Ever thought that? I'm a flan. We have a weird consistency. <laughs> you ever eat a flan? Is it jello? Is it pudding? Is it a slime from the Dungeons and Dragons game? Oh, that reminds me. I cracked my phone the other day. As I talked about, there's this end to this story. 
the, then I went into the bank yesterday. My phone was pretty broken, but it sort of worked. And uh, I went to the bank, and there was this uh, young man who was troubled, and he was saying expletives, and I got a little spooked. And uh, then I stepped outside and dropped my phone, and it cracked way more, and then it really didn't work. And then it was on airplane mode. So I needed a whole new phone. So I traded all of my Dungeons and Dragons books to Simon, who I went to high school with, and he gave me an iPhone 6. Was this a good trade? I think so. I want Simon to have the Dungeons and Dragons. I want him to dungeon master a game or two and maybe even invite me into the fold. But anyway, slime is a weird consistency and I'm nothing if not slime. Now why would a man made of jelly be hard on himself? That's what I've got to learn. Don't be so hard on yourself, flan. Drinking peppermint tea. Loving my peppermint tea. So yeah, woke up today, freaked out, scared. Tried to meditate, didn't help. Looked at Instagram, got really depressed, very strangely triggered by Instagram today. Immediately decided to take a social media vacation, at least on Instagram. I, I bailed on an audition. It was a commercial audition, and I, I was fully intending to go, and I was so sad. Inexplicable weight smothering me. And I lay back down. Isn't that something? Then I eventually got it together, and I went for a walk. And I'd take a shower and shaved and stuff. And I, I'd even meditated today. And taken all the proper pills. That's the thing that gets you sometimes. Is you get the sads. But you've thought you've done everything you can about it. Well sometimes it's not enough. And you just got to move through it. And let it, let it pass. And it might get better. Anyway I went for a walk. Sounds healthy right? Except that I bought like weird onion rings from a Korean market. And... Like, the kind that are, like, chips. Like, they're called onion-flavored rings. And then I bought some sort of wafers, hazelnut wafers. And I ate those all before I even walked home. And it was like a ten-minute walk home. Then I tried to return my earbuds at the drugstore. And they didn't take them back. But that's not gonna... I'm gonna get them to take them back. You mark my words. but you don't have to hear the whole earbud story. It's probably not important. I did have a nice weekend. Did a show on Remembrance Day, or as you Americans might call it, Veterans Day. As pretty much the rest of the world might know it, it's Armistice, <laughs> it's Armistice Day. And uh, I did the show I've been doing, uh, the residency with A.L. Sr. performing uh, his music and Kurt Newman performing music as well, both of whom have been on this podcast playing their wonderful music. Look up their episodes. Uh, they play fun tunes, and they're interesting guys. And it's just been a blast doing this residency at this club called The Transact, just a mellow little Australian social club that lets anybody in. But if you're a convict, you get cheaper beer. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the gigs, those shows have been so fun. I feel so loose. 
So spry. It just keeps happening too. Every time I perform, I'm always surprised at how good it feels. So if you, I think the next one's the second Sunday in December if you're in Toronto and you want to make it. But there, it was Remembrance Day, and there were veterans in the audience. There were four or five Canadian Forces guys, and they were wearing their medals and everything. It was crazy. It was cool. And I did my act, and they were mostly talking, but they would laugh. Everyone, I talked to them. They were good spirits. They uh, laughed at one of my jokes where I uh, mentioned the wrestler Sergeant Slaughter. Was he a wrestler before he was a G.I. Joe character? Never really understood that. No one ever talks about how there was just like a G.I. Joe character named Sergeant Slaughter and a wrestler named Sergeant Slaughter, and they were the same. Someone look that up for me. And if you don't know what G.I. Joe is, you're from a generation that was less, uh, raised much less warlike than mine. So, yeah, I got them to laugh, and then after my set, I started talking to these guys. And, you know, obviously I thanked them for their service and stuff. You know, yeah. whatever you think of war, you gotta give it to these people who go and fight it. I don't know why that is. You know, people are pretty hard about cops. Um, but they go, you know. They'll say bad things about cops. But I, I rarely hear people sort of go, oh, army people are bad. Um, probably because it's just sometimes one of the only options you can do. Or sometimes it is what gives you dis... Look, I'm not here to explain the army to you. I'm not a big fan of war. I'd rather there were none. But, uh, I, I, you know, someone's got to... Uh, fire those cannons. <laughs> they don't have... I don't... Look, please keep listening to this. No matter what your stance is. Know that in my heart of hearts, I just appreciate people who are, you know, trying to defend the country and whatnot. Look, this went down a very weird direction. So I start talking to these guys, and... One of them was much chattier than the others, and he was very positive, and then everything was going well, and then he sort of started immediately got into the thing about the radical left and identity politics and uh, he wasn't aggressive I just was kind of dismayed that that I'm dismayed by those words I'm dismayed at the vocabulary everybody is adopting right now you know I just feel like the word identity politics is I don't I barely I, I barely accept it as a word and I don't know what intersectionality is. Look, I've been faking it the whole time. I don't know what intersectionality is. Don't tell me what it is either. I barely know what cis means. Don't tell me. I want to be in the dark. I want to be an in-the-dark straight white man for the rest of my life. I know what cis means and I know what intersectionality means. I'm just trying to make a point. Cis means sister. And intersectionality is when you get to the um, four lights at a corner at a street. All right. 
Anyway, he was getting into this identity politics and the left and all this stuff, and I was like, come on, well, you know, the other side also sort of, the quote-unquote other side also does identity stuff, so it's kind of a pointless argument, and then he was said, started talking about Jordan Peterson and trans people, and I was like, well, you know, I mean, just let them, let trans people be trans people, come on, man, who cares? Anyway, it was actually good talking to these guys they, because they were not aggressive about their beliefs and they were um, somewhat malleable to whatever extent. And um, I thought that was encouraging because I'm not a politician. I'm not an activist. Neither are these guys really. In fact, one of my jokes when I was on stage was I said, don't join, don't join the Proud Boys. Because there's lots of like Canadian Forces guys in this Proud Boys organization. And cops from the sounds of it, too. But um, they said, what are the Proud Boys? And I said, don't worry about it. And if you're listening and you're like, what are the Proud Boys? Don't worry about it. Just try not to join any organization with the word proud in it. It seems to me like pride is one of those sins that everybody does. Just, or commandments. Thou shall not pride. Sins. Commandments. One of the two. Anyway. I'm just saying... I forgot to say, they also say they all watch Joe Rogan. The one guy was like, we all watch Joe Rogan. And I'm like, well, didn't you watch the Joe Rogan stuff where he talks to some of the more chill people? But of course they remember the rude people. And like, I like the comedians on Joe Rogan. Comedians, I yeah, no problem with. Maybe the conspiracy theory guy's a little bit off. And definitely when he had like 16 alt-right people in a row. Not alt-right, but you know what I mean. When he had 16 kind of like free market of ideas people on in a row, I got a little bit sketched out. But, you know, I'm just saying these guys are watching Joe Rogan. (laughs) Very unsurprisingly. So, Joe Rogan, if you're listening, which you probably are, right? You check out every new podcast to see the competition, hear the competition. Uh, Just know that... You've got fans in the Canadian Armed Forces. Shoutouts to those guys. They were great audience members. They did not pay admission, but they did buy a lot of beer. So, good for them. And also, it was Remembrance Day slash Veterans Day. Slash, maybe don't make them pay money for anything. Wouldn't that That's like a fun trade-off of joining the military. Everything's free for the rest of your life. In my classic way, Remembrance Day in Canada, we all wear poppies. And of course, I wore it on my, I had it on my other jacket than the one I went out with on, on, on Remembrance Day. Classic Nick. So depressed today. It's crazy. It's, it's freaking annoying. I don't know. What do you do to snap out of it? Do you do anything? I work on it. I do work on it. You know if you've been listening to this podcast, I try, and I have been trying, and that's 
you know, that's funny because it both frustrates me when I feel like it's not working and it encourages me because it, I think, well, at least you're trying. And I just want to come to the understanding. It's just hard distinguishing between me being hypersensitive about stuff and actual things I should be bothered by. Just distinguishing between overreacting and actually things I need to deal with is strangely hard for me. Anyway, I mostly just wanted to share with you that I do have a new phone, so contact me there if you want. And I was depressed today, and now I'm less depressed. And I have to do work now, and it's like midnight. So let's see how that goes. And veterans are cool. And I think that those of us in bars having chats have no reason to be fighting each other about politics physically, unless something, you know, really inflammatory is said and I'm not saying if some people from, from an organization that you don't like they show up if you got proud boys in there and you want to get rid of them do it you want to kick them out of your establishment go for it it's your call I'm just saying if we're just like some people talking about stuff try to win the other over and if it doesn't work just get the hell out everyone's stressed about everything I'm willing to go toe to toe with army guys in the marketplace of ideas so you can too. Look, if you enjoy the podcast, and I know this is a bit of a freewheeling, rambly one, um, tell a friend. Share, share, the, share the joy with a friend. I got my friend Deanne to subscribe to it today. And that was nice. I forced her to, but it still counts. And if you haven't subscribed yet, I guess you could do that. Um, also, you could leave a review in a newspaper. This is my new idea. Don't leave a review on iTunes. Actually, like, write a newspaper article reviewing the podcast. But it has to be a good review. I cannot take a bad review. It'll... My head will blow up. I'm going to JFK. Oh, the other thing that happened at the show the other day was that this man afterwards... I had these edgy Khashoggi jokes. He was like, you shouldn't talk about that, man. You don't know the half of what's going on. His father, Jamal Khashoggi's father, was a huge arms dealer. Which would be cool if he just, like, sold giant arms to weightlifters. But, uh, yeah, he was like, you gotta check out this one YouTuber, man. He's got the, he's got the goods. And he wrote down the guy's name, and I, I looked up the guy's videos. It's definitely QAnon-related, if you know what QAnon is. And if you don't know what QAnon is, don't. Find out. But I will watch those videos and I'll let you know. And I'll update my Khashoggi jokes. I don't even like doing jokes about like dead people. It just is like this dare I do with myself. Hey, uh, if you talk about something dangerous and you say what people don't say, you're somehow braver than other people. That's what that dumb head in my voice says. The dumb head in my voice. Dumb voice in my head. We also have a patron account. It's like patron.podbean slash Nick Flanagan Weekly. If you want to check it out, donate five bucks, a buck, two bucks, more, less. It's fine. 
My name is Nick. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. Got some interviews coming up. Got some musicians coming in. Gonna pet a cat and do some work now. Have a great night. Or day!